mic up. Turn my mic up. Ready on the right. Hey, yo. Calm down, nigga. Ready on the left. Hey, yo. Calm down, nigga. Ready on the right. Hey, yo. Calm down, nigga. Ready on the left. Fuck. Oh my lord, it's the international Bad boys are not at home Literally, Sam's not here Sam is not here, he's been texting me, he's got to call in I told him I needed the, my phone for the intro song. I told him that three times. He didn't understand that. I just texted him to call back. Yeah. Hey, I just said, hey, Sam, I need to. Hey, what's up? This is international bad boy Steve Randolph. International bad boy Sam Tripoli is on the road because bad boys are not at home. But he's going to be calling in, I think, from Vegas. Sam on the line. Are you there, Sam? Yo, are you there, Sam? I am here. Where are you calling from, caller? Um, hi, Sam Tripoli, long-time uh, listener, first-time caller. I'm on the road again. Where are you Can't at, buddy? Get on the road again. We're international bad boys today. Dude, there are... Can you hear me? There are Mexicans driving big trucks, and they don't know what they're doing. What? Now, that is racist and true. What? What? Yes. Is it racist? If it, It's racial. It's race. I'm not saying Mexicans are bad people. I'm just saying the trucks are a little too big for them right now. I, yeah, I'd agree with that. Fair enough. That's okay. They just can't handle it. How do I sound, dude? Do I sound good? No, you sound good. You sound better than actually when you're actually here. I think you're... you're... Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should never be in studio. I, you know, I didn't want to say it, but if that's kind of what you're picking up on, you might want to roll with that. I definitely feel that's safer. That's kind of the vibe you're laying out, bro. That's <laughs> kind of the vibe you're laying out. Look, I feel safer here. It's like, you know, I can spread my wings a little bit, you know, kind of maybe put my feet up. I have like my... Uh, I like it. I have my notebook, my journal right where you usually sit, so I'm going to kind of just sketch out my feelings at the same time. Just kidding. Um... Where are you going to be at this week? You want to do dates out of the fucking gate? Date out of the motherfucking gate, motherfucker. Yeah, dog. I'm going to be in Vegas all week, dude. Just rocking hard. Where are you going to be at in Vegas? L.A. Comedy Club in the Stratosphere Monday through Sunday. So I'm very excited. Steve, if you're bored, come out. Do a guest spot. I was just going to ask for one. I just might, Sam. I'm I'm off on Friday. I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Uh, What day? Maybe uh, I could see if you and Jason Tebow, Jason Tebow, friend of show, yes, do guest spots. Dude, I would love that. I thought you would never ask. Do you think we could do like maybe Thursday, Friday? I don't know. uh, I'd have to talk to him, but. I could ask them, dude, if you can stop by do some guest spots. I'll talk to them tonight. Dude, please, man. Sam, that would mean a lot to me. Uh, that would also mean that my vision board is already working, even though only half the stuff is taped up. Traveling to do stand-up was going to be on my vision board. Um, that's very generous of you, and this is also the universe just saying, Stephen, yes, your wish is my command. All you had to do was ask and believe that you had a right to that. Now, me and Nitty. Me and Nitty are doing vision boards, bro. Are you saying your vision, the universe is your bitch? The universe is a genie, and its only response is yes. 
I'm a bad person. I don't deserve anything. Yes, your wish is my command. I'm a good person. I deserve it all. Yes. I'm starting to kind of arrive to that. I get that. It is a lot of positivity. Guys, big news. I'm about to get on the 115 North. Yeah. Hell fucking yeah. You know you're cooking with gas in Vegas when you're on the 115 North and you're like, oh, hell yeah. No, I I wouldn't mind. uh, I wouldn't mind. um, I'm getting so many texts right now. Good luck with Chelsea. Good, my brother. Good luck with Chelsea today. Good luck with Chelsea. Everybody's like really concerned. We've never had this much heat on social media, and we've had famous guests on, and people are just going crazy. We are. Uh, let me get my dates out of the gate too. But we are gonna have Chelsea on in about 20 minutes. So Chelsea, the famous oh, Chelsea yeah. Skidmore, is gonna come in to the studio. She's had a a, a pretty wild ride the last few months, and I, I hope she's gonna get yeah. into that. And you know. She's very yeah. loved. I guess she was really shocked, you know, just to let let all the bad boys and bad girls out there, all the fans, uh, know that it does matter what you think. Uh, uh, Chelsea, it was very touched. I don't know if she's gonna play it cool or not on the on the podcast, but she was very touched by the reaction. You know, I think all of us kind of wonder if anybody likes us, if who cares, what you know, whatever we're projecting out there. I think there's a part of us inside, at least performers. Like, hey, does does anybody care? Do they like me? Well, you guys are like really made her day. She she's been excited all day. Here, I'll just read a text what she said. She just said, um, I feel like it's the first day of, of school and I could hardly wait. And like she doesn't usually talk like that, you know. She's like very really really excited to be here. So that'll be I think this is gonna be a really good episode. It's really anticipated. Um, my dates out of the gate. Well, are- it's a very interesting contrast between how she left and how she She's coming back for this episode. And, you know, it was like a very much an, she went all in on some stuff. And sometimes when you go in, you get the right card on the river. And sometimes you don't get the right card on the river. And, you know, I, I think it she's, is what it is. I think she's been humbled. Yeah. And, I, and I, I honestly think that I, I don't want to speak for her. And, uh, just my, you know, I would say this in front of her too, but we're already talking about it, so I'll just say it. I'm saying it in front of five thousand people on a podcast, but I think not humbled is the right word, but I think she's been kind of right sized of like, like you know, she just wa- you and I have been busting her ass. You've been busting your ass before me. You let me come on your network. We're but we've been busting our ass, um, and then uh, Chelsea just kind of walked into this. We asked her; she did nothing wrong, but she just walked into this. She just. She's not used to waiting in lines or, or having to do the hard work or the awkward kind of just waiting yeah. around. And so I think 100%. that so she would show up five minutes late. You and I are both, you know, paying to, to, to promote on Facebook. Hey, Sam, do you got it this week or do I got it? We're pay, you know, it's not a lot, but it's like 25 bucks on the card to like blast our shit or, you know, whatever. And she, I don't I just don't think a lot of time uh, uh, not all attractive women, but I think that sometimes in Los Angeles, a lot of attractive women, especially in comedy, don't realize that there's lines that a lot of people have to wait in um and you know chelsea just kind of cuts the front of the line god bless her if if i look like chelsea and i had her attitude it would be hard not to do but like i was at a bakery with her and she walked behind this was this was about a year ago when i first started hanging out with her she she goes watch this and she walked behind the cash register of a bakery and the guy looked at her and she goes i want that donut put it in my mouth the guy put it in her mouth and she walked out the door and we both shared the donut if that if I was able to do that, it would be really hard not to do that. However, that's not yeah. real life. It's very interesting too, because women totally discount that when they start talking about how hard it is to be a chick. They don't realize, you know what I'm saying? Like well, 
there is a to the front of the line attitude in LA because there's such a demand because women are such in particular white women are 70% of the buying power women in general 70% of the buying power the biggest part of that buying power is white women I I have this theory that LA is all about the black dick dude that this town is all about black dick and that's why <laughs> Every, Sam, you've been you obsessed with that since I've been weird, but when you... No, dude, this has been weird. Since I've known Sam Tripoli for about seven or eight years, Sam is like, dude, this whole economy's run on black dick. Like, within 15 minutes of knowing you, you pulled over the car and was like, dude, I got to tell you what's really going on over here. Dude, I started laughing so hard. Dude, so this ain't new. This ain't like... television, dude. I'm not when disagreeing. they talk diversity, what are they talking about, dude? When they talk what are they talking about? They're talking black men, dude. And I love everybody, so it's all in. Watch Dancing with the Stars, which is a completely fuck, white chick fucking show. There's not one black female professional dancer on that show. There's not one Asian, da- well, there's a kind of Latina, but all white girl dancers. Who are the male dancers? Black guy dancers. It's just, it's true. The interracial couples that are on television, all the, uh, all on all the commercials, what are they? White chick, black guy, every fucking time. Because it's this town, is all about white women, because they have the biggest buying power. My, and the point, getting back to where we are, is that white chicks are pushed to the front of the line because there's such a demand for them to be on TV. And sometimes what they think is their manifest destiny that they deserve this because they're so great. They don't understand there's this hidden hand that's pushing them out there. So you well, have to work as hard. Like, you know, and, and, and just working in working in the service industry, the, you know, different different populations of people are just bigger pains in the asses, you know? And so you'll you'll be like, Oh man, this is an urban night, kind of a pain in the ass to work, you know, like like a lot of especially like a lot of like a lot of like black men my age. You know, I'm getting older, I'm kinda of aging out of that competitive arena, but it's like if you ask like a black guy like your age, hey, can I see your ID? There's like, what do you mean? And there's kind of like a friction, so that would be kind of like a pain in the ass. It wasn't like like significantly younger black men or significantly older, but I think it's just like you know, just kind of like the same age. Um, the the number one the number one worst customer just in you know whether that's at working at a comedy club or at you know twenty years of restaurants is white women. White women are just nightmares, nightmares. You know, like. Oh, just, oh, just at the restaurants, they, they're the worst. Nightmares, but they'll, but they'll come in like, like, like a, a, a whole group of. Not, my sister's a white woman. My mom's a white woman. You know, so I'm not making fun of white women. But I'm just, I, you, you start to see patterns, and it's my job as a comic to say, hey, this is my truth. These are the patterns I've, I've identified. But you know, five or six girls at, at comedy clubs, dude. Sam, five or they, six, five or six girls. Women. Sam, let me just finish. Five or six girls that'll, that'll walk in that'll look like Chelsea or like my sister. Or like, you know, they'll walk in, and I'm like. This is going to be a problem. This is going to be a problem. And they'll come in. They're like, we're going to sit here. We don't want to sit here. What? Is, the air condition's cold. And it's like they they expect the whole environment to be changed because of, you know, I don't know. I think we're getting off. 100%. Off. Yeah. White women in America are the most protected species on the planet. Yeah. Entire operations are are changed to move around to make them comfortable dude you know what you know what's so funny I, I saw I saw I was all stoned like back in the 90s and, and I was just baked and I zoned in on this uh this license plate frame 
uh, my friend saw it first. He texted me about it. And, uh, it, dude, it was, it was so funny because I just wanted to protect these women. It, the, the license plate frame just said, respect and protect the black woman. And I was like, and my friend texted me. He's like, dude, have you seen that license plate frame? I was like, I didn't think anything. Else. I was like, no. But then when you see it on a plate out in traffic, it's like, respect and protect the black woman and then you see a black woman with that license plate frame like i don't know if you've ever had that experience but like like i just pulled up and i looked at her and i was like i got you you know i kind of like looked at her in the eyes i was like dude you're an endangered species and i got your back you know what i mean like respect no, I totally got that. like there's something you know, about so it like i just want to respect and protect the black woman now like i don't know what that's about saw, but like it got to me i just saw a giant bus a bernie sanders bus that said Black man for Bernie? It sounds like the worst porno ever. Dude, or the or the best 80s uh, uh, movie, like goofball humor, you know? They just go across country. And get, yeah, like, no, they just, like, we, Weekend at Bernie's. We know Weekend at Bernie's, it's like a whole bus full of black dudes just trying to get to a Bernie conference and all the, the trials and tribulations and the wackiness on the road getting there, you know? Yeah. Hey, can I, I want to talk about being in Tampa. Oh, can I can I just do my I dates? At, my, dude, just really quick, my dates. Oh, yeah. I, get, I got two shows tonight. I'm going to be at, at the Potluck tonight, which last last Monday uh, was Joey Diaz hosting Sam. Sold out. That was the first time in the original room at the comedy store. I, I had to say, no, there's a line to get in. And I said, we had 160 people here. I can't, there's no more room. And people are like, well, what do you mean? I'll pay. I'm like, dude, there's no more room in this. The whole place, there was not an inch of standing room. It was it was packed and just rocking. It was just a badass. So so tonight it'll uh, if if you're if you're um, not not uh, doing anything, the comedy store potluck uh, uh, Monday nights eight o'clock at the comedy store in the original room. It's such it's a free show and it's just wow. really fun. It's just banging. So that I'll be there tonight. I'll be at the clubhouse also tonight at ten o'clock. Um, and then I got I got to call my veils. I got a couple shows a couple shows this week. I forgot exactly where they are. I think I'm doing a show on Sunday in, in Los Feliz. But I might try to come out and see you, Sam. If the if the invitation's real, me and Tebow might come out. Maybe a bonding experience. Hey, maybe we're not even gonna get stage time. Maybe J- can you hear me? Yeah, dude, you're starting to break up, man. All right. Well, maybe this is the universe telling uh, us it's time. Well, good luck on the show. Tell Chelsea. See you soon. All right. Love you, buddy. Bye, bye, Aaron. He said bye, Sam. All right, dude. Now it's now it's where there was two. Now there's just one. Let's check. What time is it, Aaron? Two fifty-one. Okay, we got nine minutes till Chelsea. This is gonna be good, guys. Chelsea and I had. I, I don't know how many people have been following every episode, but there is. Uh, there is. This podcast has gone into a couple different, uh, just different acts, if you will. There is uh, Sam and I. In the beginning, Sam and I had a blow up, and I think I don't know how many episodes he did, maybe one or two or three without me. I heard he bashed me the whole episode. I didn't listen because I just don't need that in my life. Uh, but Sam and I had a huge blow up, and then I came back, and then we brought on uh, Chelsea. She was great. There was a blow up. Uh, there was a blow up between Chelsea and I. Well, the common denominator, Aaron, is me and all these things. So I just, <laughs> as I'm saying that out, out loud, I'm like, oh, wait, this. Yeah, it's uh, I was in both of those. I you know, had a big part in both of those. Wow, maybe I can't get along with people. Uh, we we all learn something with each and every podcast, and I just learned that I I'm somehow the common denominator. Okay, I'll journal about that tonight. But Chelsea and I had a huge blow up, and you know I, I would say pretty split down the middle. People were either siding with her or I, and um, 
A lot of people wanted her to stay. A lot of people wanted her to go. And uh, she ended up going. Um, she was in a relationship. It's so hard to be in relationships. My, my, you guys, I got to tell you, my biggest fear is, because I really put it out there with each and every podcast. I talk about, you know, kind of sex, drug use, whatever. What's really going on. My, my biggest fear, I, I briefly started seeing a girl the last couple weeks. And she was what I deemed to be a good girl. And my my heart was dropping because she was like, oh, like she didn't mention the podcast, but she's like, you know, what are all the comedy related things? I definitely didn't tell her about International Bad Boys because my biggest fear is that I'm going to meet somebody I really love. They're going to be kind of sensitive or whatever. And, and then they're going to open up this vault of fucking craziness, you know, 100 episodes or however many we have of just bukkake talk. And, you know, oh, I think I have AIDS and, you know, all this stuff. So podcast I, I think I, I read somewhere Nikki Glazer had a had a pretty big podcast and the reason she stopped is because it was hurting a relationship. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that that's what you know and I, I don't know her that well or anything like that, but uh, I read that somewhere. I think I did and it made perfect sense to me because pot for whatever reason, stand up is not good for relationships, but podcasts seem to end romantic relationships more than drugs more than anything else and they so Chelsea kind of went back into a relationship and it just because you're you're worried what the fuck did I say you're you're trying to edit because we we have a rule here at International Bad Boys where we don't edit the podcast you know we, we started to a couple times Sam said some fucked up shit a couple times I said some fucked up shit where I'm like oh man like that just went out to the the couple hundred people that were listening live not the 5,000 later you know, and probably more by now, but, um, so we would, we would edit, we'd pay somebody really quick, you know, in a couple hours to like, Hey, I think I said it around this time to take that out. And so about six months ago, we we're like, we're done. Sam and I were like, we're done. We're done doing that. No matter what you say, it stays in the fucking podcast. So we kind of told that to Chelsea too. So, you know, she would say some crazy shit and then, you know, she would hear about it, which rightfully so it's not, that's not unusual, but podcasts are, if you guys have never never been on one you say stuff you're you're over caffeinated you're excited you i don't know there's some kind of intoxicating when you're on a mic and you're on a podcast like right now i have three two cameras on me there's four mics in here aaron's in here the room's all lit up you know this is the room that bill burr comes in all these people so you kind of just feel like invincible when you're here and then as soon as you blow your wad it's almost like before sex. Like as soon as you come and you get off stage and you're walking to your car, you're going, oh, my God, I just talked shit about three pretty big comics that are ahead of me in the game. I just talked, told a personal story about my cousin who got off that charge. Wait, why did I do that? Oh, shit. You know, so I, I, I still kind of struggle with it. You know, I, I probably shouldn't have talked about my ex-girlfriend so much on here because if she was doing that, that to me, I would be hurt. But anyways, I, long story short is is we – Podcast podcasts are damaging to relationships. So Chelsea, you know, started over editing and then she was kind of being a bitch to me. I was being a dick to her. We work together. We do stand up together and we just had a fucking a blowout. I was just sick of her shit. She was sick of my shit and I went crazy, a little too crazy. And she didn't want to get back on. So I think she's single again. So I think she I think she realizes how cool it is to be on a podcast. It's really fun, man. Like I've been I've been doing a lot of shows lately and I come up and people are like, Hey, what's up, dude? I'm I'm a big fan from the podcast or hey, what's up? And they know my jokes. I'm like, How do you know my jokes? You know, like I, I'm not that big yet, but it's it's from the podcast, you know. I was talking with uh with Dean Del Rey and, and you know, he's been he's been selling out these little clubs here and there, like, you know, 
all around. And I'm like, dude, how you doing? And he's like, podcast, baby. And so it's just, I'm so grateful for you guys. Um, and I, I just think podcasts are a great tool. They're, they're so fun, man. I, I, I've been starting to listen to some and, um, I don't know. It's just really cool that you can kind of just drive in your car and, and just shoot the shit or wait in a, in a hospital waiting room and just kind of listen to stuff. Uh, just to let you guys know, I, I have to, we'll get into the crazy talks. I know, you know, everybody's anticipating Chelsea and crazy talk. I just want to share, you know, my energy kind of psychic spiritual stuff. You know, when stuff works, I, I feel like I got to share it. Um, I did a vision board two years ago, psychic Danny, Google, Psychic Danny, International Bad Boys. He's been on two different times. Real deal. He's my buddy. He taught me how to do this vision board. Taught me exactly how to do it. I followed his recipe 99%. I kind of changed a little little couple things. But you just go to the 99 cent store. You go to a CVS. Go to a Walgreens. I hear Chelsea. You buy a fucking cork board or like a poster board. And then you just you split it right down the middle. You, you, you draw in pencil a line through, just do a big cross on it, where the the exact center, you just put a nice picture of yourself, a picture of you happy, kind of open, you know, a picture of you like receiving, like maybe you're happy at a birthday party, go to go to FedEx Kinko's, you could print it out from your cell phone, that's what I did, and you just blow up a picture of you happy, boom, put it right on the, on the center, and then start cutting out pictures in magazines, or I was just cheating, I was going to FedEx Kinko's and and just going in my cell phone and like, oh, yeah, that's me at the comedy store smiling next to this famous person. I kind of want that energy. This is the one time I was at the mar- on the marquee. I'm going to put that on my vision board so I just get used to seeing my name on the comedy store marquee or whatever you know, whatever it is for you. Uh, I need to relax more. Picture me in Maui. I did it two years ago because I dated it on the back or on this other piece of paper. 90% of the stuff on my on my vision board, which I was living in a, in a shithole one-room apartment in Venice – with, with a zero bank account, 90% of it all came true. I put it in my room. I would look at it every day. And anytime I got nervous looking at it, like, oh, my God, I, that, that'll never happen. I just asked the universe, take away that doubt. Take away that doubt. Take away that doubt. So I would look at this thing morning, night. You're going to think, oh, man, it's going to be weird having that up on my wall. It was a real clear-cut division of the people who I wanted in and out of my life. If I brought a woman home you know, to sleep with, to have, have some fun with, and she was like, oh, what's that stupid thing? You're out, bitch. Like, I don't want anybody a part of my world who thinks that's stupid. Then all of a sudden, you'd bring you'd bring a woman back or you know, hang out with a dude, and they'd be like, oh, cool, man. You do a vision board? How's that working? Great. I want that in. So it was kind of like it's kind of like when you show someone your favorite TV show, and you could tell if you could be friends. I used to do that with Mr. Show. I'd be like, hey, watch an episode of Mr. Show, and if the people liked it, I'm like, I could be their friend. If not, they didn't get it. Or Tim and Eric, I do that with now. If you don't think that's funny, it's probably not going to work. But um, everything came true from this last one. It was just on my wall. I would look at it every night in the morning and right before you go to sleep are the two most uh, uh, important times. So now I'm in the process. It's almost done. I'm making my new vision board. Boom, the car I want. Everything, nine out of ten things, eight out of ten things came to fruition I had a picture of the comedy store two weeks after it being on my vision board every day. I got a call from the comedy store. Hey, you still looking for a job? Because they told me no at first. They weren't They weren't looking. Boom. I was like, oh, my God. That was on my vision board. The jujitsu place I wanted to go. Boom. I had a, I had a, a 10000 a fake, you know, blank $10,000 check on there that I would look at. I had $0. I got a $15,000 check. Boom. From a real estate thing that I didn't even do. It was a referral from a friend. I did no work. It just came in. Um what else was on there? I had a plane. I hadn't been on a plane in like five years. I had a plane with all these like, you know, kind of vacation style, like just pictures, you know, went to Maui by myself. You know, where, where did that money come from? It just found me. So I'm doing another one, same exact way, 
pitcher in the middle, all the things you want to bring in. And one of my things was to start traveling, doing stand-up. You, you would think it'd be easier, but I must be blocked in it. All the people I know, you know, all the comics I know, I still haven't done the road that much. You know, I went with Brody. I went with Joe Dosh. I'm, I'm, you know, go to La Jolla sometimes, but, uh, you know, it's brand new vision board, just starting the vision board shakes it up. And I go, I really, I haven't cut out any pictures representing it yet, which I will, but I want to start traveling. So I don't know if I'm going to cut out a picture of a plane with, with me, you know, checking off different cities. I don't know how I'm going to represent that. Sam just asked me, if you guys listen to the podcast, I ask him every single time, Hey, can I open for you? Just kind of as a dickhead joke. Hey, can I open for you? Can I open for you? Why don't you bring me? You know, and, and and I haven't gone with Sam a lot. And so I didn't even ask him this time. I just started the vision board. That was my intention. Sam's like, hey, man, I'd like to like you to come out. You guys just heard at the beginning. Like, that's because of the vision board. Now, is it because of that piece of paper, the cork board, the magazine cutouts? It's not because of that. But, like, I'm starting to be like, yeah, dude, I'm starting to, to be like, yeah. And, and I'm doing it with my friend, and, and um, he's kind of – I could tell he's kind of like – it's embarrassing. It's goofy. Vision boards are goofy. They're silly. But what the fuck? That's the beautiful thing about being in your mid-30s. I don't give a fuck anymore. I do about a lot of things, but it's like, yeah, it's my vision board. Oh, that's stupid. Oh, okay. So what's up, dude? You know? So, like, you are what you look at every day. So, like, just be really conscious of how you decorate your room. That's what you're staring at. Like, what's coming out of your mouth? You know, I have a, I have a dirty mouth. I got to I got to work on that, but I'm really being cognizant of my new apartment of like what I'm putting up on the walls. And so I just I just felt like that helps anybody. Um I would never I I don't tell other people secrets on this podcast. I really try not to, but uh there's a comic that got passed within the last year just rapid fast. This guy just blew up, got passed at the comedy store, got passed at a couple other clubs and I know his friend and someone goes, "Oh yeah, that that stuff he showed me it was all on his vision board 2 years ago." And so I was like, oh, my God. You know, it's like you could talk to certain people, and um, the people that seem to move pretty fast, do whether it's a vision board or some kind of – maybe they're able to just keep that vision in their mind without a vision board. Uh, but there's something to it. Successful people, they, they all seem to kind of do the same thing, and this is one of those big things. So I just want to share that with you guys. We talk a lot of filth. We talk a lot of craziness and drama on here. And, dude, that's fun. That's fun shit. But I also – this is important. Oh, uh, hello there. Yeah, we're supposed to. Uh, 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 hi, uh, Chelsea's hi. back in the studio. Chelsea, can I can I give you a hug? I would love that. Hold on, we're, I'm gonna leave the microphone. I'm gonna give Chelsea a hug. We're we're, the, we're also. Um, I'm not done. We haven't hugged in so long. I don't think we've hugged in so look, look long. Just, no, it's 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 recording. Just look at the camera really quick. Okay, now it's business. Now what the fuck? It, no. Are you gonna hug me outside of here, or is that? This is this is showbiz, babe. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that what you're scared? You don't even talk to me in person. We'll talk no, about. No, no, it is true. Um, how's it going? What's true? We're kind of wearing a similar outfit. You got the memo on the. You look nice. On the Nothing. denim, do I? Yeah, you always do. Oh, thanks. Hi. Uh, I, uh, wait, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, she doesn't need an introduction. Oh. This whole episode, we we just been waiting, biding time before you got here. Hi, welcome to the show, Chelsea Skidmore. Thank you, great to be here. Chelsea, do you have, any... have you just been sitting here for half an hour alone, getting so weird? Yeah, I, I've been talking <laughs> about vision boards. Oh, uh, I gotta listen. Yeah, I I, I'm I, go I gotta make one. 
I'm making my second one. I'm really excited about it. My whole Eric Meyer swears by it. I do you talk to him about it? Is that what you talked right, about? Right before I said there's a big comic that got passed pretty oh. quickly and is moving up the ranks, and and I and I said I'm not going to say his name. Is that that's who it is, right? <laughs> yeah, that's. What do you mean? He didn't talk to you about it. No, oh, think, did I tell you this? Yeah, so I wouldn't. Yeah, t- yeah. So yeah, vision boards work for everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Well, I have the app, but do you do it on? Actual. Ha- you should see my living room. Because I feel room. like the app is faking it. The app is cool. That's to have in your pocket. That's great. Okay. Going to a 12-step meeting is better. You can have the app on your phone. You know, that's great. A health app. That's great. You talked about how uh, girls come over to your place and just see, like, vision boards everywhere and all this, like, creepy inspirational speeches and stuff. I, I said, I, I, I did say that. I said that's a real <laughs> division of who I want in and out of my life. If a girl goes, that's stupid, I'm mm. like, oh, great, non-believer. Get that's out. funny. You know? I don't know that, like... I don't think I would ever say, oh, that's stupid. If I saw that, I'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. that's something that looks available, and I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah. There are certain girls that would come over or certain women that would come over, and they go, vision board, like, wow, like, do you mind if I share that? Like, can I look at what you what you want to bring into your life? And I'm just like, what? Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> Where are these people? <laughs> yeah, they're around. You've got to be open God, to we are like, we, I don't know. I don't know where these people are. Well, I, I I don't know if that happened on purpose, and I don't want this to be about me because this is about this is your. It's okay. We, I we went hug. to a psychic yesterday. Uh, it was stupid. Um, sorry, I didn't like it. Uh, if she's listening, um, no, I'm just kidding. She's not. Um, that's weird. Got to go to Danny. I know, but he's not here anymore. He does um, it over the phone. And uh, she was like, "You wouldn't know what an available person looked like if they're right in front of you." And I was Whoa. like, "You don't need to be a psychic to tell me that." <laughs> Oh, well, maybe maybe you just didn't like the, the reading because they told you the truth? No, she said, like, a bunch of stupid things. She was, like, the little boy from the bicycle in your neighborhood who died. He's okay. And then I'm was like, that somebody? And I'm like, that didn't happen. But you know what? I thought about it, and there was a guy who used to ride around my neighborhood on a bicycle who died of an OD. Oh. But, like, much later in life. Do you think that counts? Yes. Oh, then maybe she was right. He's okay. Yeah. Do you have lipstick on my teeth? Let me see. No, you look great. Oh, I didn't know if you were... People are really excited to have you back. Hey, uh, uh, I better do something exciting. I don't no, know. No, you better not. But what, what, I, what I would like to talk about, so. Coral's Light. <laughs> oh, that's the whole week's going to be brought that. Oh, yeah, God. We so <laughs> let me just, let me do. Okay, can I just, can I build you up to that? Sure. So what, what's Chelsea been up to since? Chelsea, you know, we're, we're recovery, rec, uh, what does Sam say? Wreckage, recovery. Redemption. Redemption. Uh, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea had a little slip. I, I had a slip. Um, I had a relapse. Uh, it's disappointing because this month I would have had three years. Um, that's okay. And now I have 22 days today. Congratulations. Thank you. What's um, your new sobriety date? Uh, I don't even know. It's, uh, Chelsea, it's in my phone. No, let's get I it. I think, no, it's over there. I think it's like May 11th or 12th or something. I'm May, but to I'm be May honest, 31st. We're I, May. Oh, cool. May day, May oh, day. Yeah. I didn't even know what day to make it because... These I went I basically like lost my mind for two weeks. Yeah, I actually talked to my friends, uh, Allie and Leah, and I was like, "Did you guys think I like wasn't coming back? Maybe?" And they were like, "Yeah, did you?" I knew I knew you were. Or did you think I was? I (laughs) I knew you were sick. I like I snapped. I'm like I'm trying to now think about it. Like, why did I snap so hard? And I'm like, it must have been. And I'm gonna have to talk about this like in therapy. Like, it must have been some like PTSD thing. Something to cause me to like lose my mind like that. You know? Yeah, because it's a. And I don't want to bring him up by name, but it's you know, it's not the person. You know, like that. that... It's not even. You know what? Like, I'm like trying to figure it out. Basically, to skip like quick to. Well, can I can I build you up to? uh, I get a call. 
I get a call, and we, you and I hadn't been talking. Uh-huh. We hadn't been friendly. Okay. But this just goes to show, and my sponsor said... I don't want to talk about him, really. No, I just don't... Just the aftermath. At all. The aftermath. Not, I have nothing not, to say about I don't him. want to talk about him okay, at all. That's, he, not, that's not my this place. Guy, the guy that I quit our show for, essentially... I didn't quit the show for it, but, like, I was so into pretending I was, like, this different person. God bless you and for saying that. And then I was like, maybe I have to, like, you know, make some changes in my life and, like you know be I, I think that he was a controlling person who like made me feel like i couldn't be myself and he like fed all this information in my head anyways this person cheated on me and i like lost my shit uh, well, I, well i don't and i don't know if that's it if if that's him doing that because i right before you were on mm-hmm. i was talking about it i said for those of you who don't know podcasts are nightmares for relationships, especially when you're right. on a podcast. Maybe if you're on a spiritual podcast, if you're mm. on, a, on a rock collecting no, podcast, yeah. podcast for like, hey, so what's the worst thing that you've done? Oh, hey, I think I met somebody. This has all got to go. Oh, so, like, yeah. I, I, I like, uh, now the whole time I've been like, fuck, I wish I could come back now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's fun to be here, but... We all make Casey. Casey. I was trying to be a better person, and I was like, maybe I like need to like grow up and stop saying like fucked up things, which I think is halfway true. To be honest, there's some truth that both of us. But I think also part of it, I was like, okay, like I'm just gonna be this like good person, like I don't a different person. uh, And like I have been posting the craziest stuff lately, Mm -hmm. and it's because it's like literally like a year and a half of pent up like pretending not to be this crazy girl. That's how I was when I got out of my relationship. (laughs) And now I'm like ah. No, I, I, Sorry, I shouldn't yell and no, that's okay. Like, that's, that's how I was when I got out of my mm-hmm. relationship. If like, you can't fake it, you know? So like you can't, you're, you're really accountable when you're I on a podcast. I felt like I was like white knuckling to pretend to be like an innocent person. Chelsea, I'm afraid if I, this is something I got to the other, you know, recently, but it keeps coming up. If, if mm-hmm. I am who I really am, if mm-hmm. I'm the real me, I'm going to be abandoned. I'm not going to have any friends mm-hmm. and I'm not lovable. So I have to be fake salesman, Steve. I'm like, hey, Chelsea, what's up? Yeah, and, and that's why I quit real estate. You yeah, know? exactly. I did real estate too. That's why I quit real <laughs> estate too. Couldn't handle it. No, and, and <laughs> I, I, I kind of like started seeing somebody briefly the last couple of weeks, you know, uh-huh. like I went on those few dates and I was I was sharing this before you got here. My, my biggest, my first thought was when we started to get a little closer is... I've got to shield her from this fucking podcast or I'm a dead man. Like, that's like my first thought. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. It feels really good. I feel like a large weight off of uh, and like that feeling of having to be concerned about like someone criticizing Covering me your tracks. or judging me or feeling like I can't like put things out there or like be who I am. Like that like feels like like literally like like fucking like 20 pounds got lifted off me and i'm like (gasps) yeah like and that feels really good because like i'm like i mean like anyone could say this about themselves but like i feel like i'm like chelsea you know what i mean and like chelsea is like who chelsea is and like i don't even know how to put this into words but like you're doing great i feel like i'm like like i have like i i have like my own fucking personality like everyone has their own thing and it's like i felt like it was like I felt like someone was, like, crushing me and, like, a car crusher. Do you know what I mean? I, I do. But that's also that's also and not, it's like not them, though. But you're do, you're willingly I doing that. I don't want that. that. With, 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 my, with my relationship. Not cool. With my relationship. I just had this conversation with with somebody um, yesterday. With my relationship. And, you know, I don't want to talk about my ex that mm-hmm. much. But but this is something that, like, when I, I was really into jujitsu. Mm-hmm. 
the ocean. You bring her up on every podcast. And stand up. You? No, but this is an example. Yeah, no, this yeah. is an example. I, I don't. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe I do. But jujitsu, <laughs> the ocean, and stand up. Uh-huh. As soon as it all ended, I went to my therapist and he goes, how much jujitsu you're doing? And I said, oh, she doesn't like when I do jujitsu. And he goes, oh. Yeah, when's the last true. time you went to the beach? And I go, she doesn't really like the beach that much. And, and he goes, but how much stand up are you doing? And I go, well, when I would tell jokes, it would mm-hmm. hurt her. And he go, now what happens if you had a friend that just said what the fuck you my yeah. right there? And I go, I would tell them that they're the biggest fucking pussies in the world. And he totally. goes, he goes, that's sick. So it wasn't her mm-hmm. doing that. It was me going, well, oh, you don't, you don't like you, you like decaf coffee? Two decafs, please. It but was let's me. be fair. Out of your relationship, you lived in Venice for how long? Wait, say it again. How long did you live in Venice out of your relationship? Out of my relationship. After you guys mean? broke up and you moved to Venice? Right away. How long were you in Venice for? A year and a half. Let's be honest. In that year and a half, you probably went to the beach like five times. And I know you. And I know that about you. Six on Labor Day. <laughs> yeah, five or six times. Yeah. You could have been going more. But I love the beach. You said, no, you're saying, do you I see don't what I'm saying? Beach. It's like after out of the relationship. Guess, you didn't even it, fucking it, go, to the beach. go to jiu-jitsu twice. And then I just started getting into stand up. Yeah, but it's hard to get back. But so, but my my sponsor was like, you're syncing up with people that you're hiding with, and you're mm-hmm. using them as an excuse. She lived in San Diego; it was a perfect hide. So whatever. Mm-hmm. But okay, so, Anyways, so get I, get call, call. I get a call. I get I get a call. Chelsea's going going crazy. I don't know what to do. You need to get down here now. This is how I know that I really love you and I really care about you. Me right? and Steven, the last time I did this podcast, we got in a huge fight and we literally didn't talk. No, we would work together for we eight hours. We did not talk for like five months. Yeah, that's how Except we roll. Except for that one phone call that we had. That well, was like remember. a long phone call. Tell me about it. Uh, I was at his house talking to you on the phone. Oh, that's I think it was like, like a... right before I went to Hawaii or something. Okay, yeah. I don't we remember. Had, we, we had a good But that was call. like our one step talk back until yeah. you came over to my house. Well, okay. So then my, my sponsor said, he goes, he goes, you see when you really love somebody mm-hmm. and really care about somebody, like, like I, I just wanted to be there for mm-hmm. you, you know? And I didn't yeah. realize that. I cared so much, you know, so I get a call, Chelsea's going fucking crazy, and I go, what am I supposed to do? And th- this person was like, you just need to get down here, she's drinking again, and I'm like, oh shit. And so I had only worked, I had only worked three hours, I, I got off work at three, four in the morning, oh. it was like seven or eight in the morning. It, it is what, what time it is. was that? It was like seven or eight, in the, it was like eight in the morning that I got the call. Really? Yeah. That was eight in the morning? Yeah, it was eight in the morning, <laughs> I had gone to bed at four, and so I said, well, well we don't do 12-step calls alone, right? Like, there's some weird juju around that I would start drinking with you. It's just weird. People with a uh-huh. lot of time and, and 12-step programs, like, you don't go and help somebody alone. You get someone else there, so we made a bunch of calls. I, I, I told this person, okay, I'm, I, I reached out to a bunch of, of people. Like, I, mm. I just want someone else there that's sober. Leo you know? was, yeah. Leah, did we, we'll give her a little Leah shout out. There. What up, Leah? Yeah, yeah. Follow Leah. What's her last name? Gold Woman? Leah Lamar. Oh, Leah. Is her Le- thing. Leah Lamar. Very pretty. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Leah. What's yeah. that? Leah Lamar. Leah Lamar. Great girl. Like, Beautiful. What, awesome character. Actress. Did, yeah, didn't know her. Comedian. Didn't very know funny. her. Very funny. Um, didn't know her that well before you know i just knew her in passing but it's like mm-hmm. wow she had character she really cared so she was there for yeah. you so so i here's the thing i'm friends with with chelsea's sponsor uh i'm not sh- <laughs> can i just say it you i'm gonna talk sh- about the course line? yes i'm not okay go. I'm not, okay do we talk about the popcorn first no no Chelsea's just a get person. To her. Yeah, we no, gotta no, get to the store. Just let me no no we don't because we have some time so okay. chelsea's a person who called me one day after the podcast and goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm eating at El Pollo Loco on La Brea. And she's like, ew, 
gross. Please come over to the Sunset Hotel with me. I'm having shrimp before the comedy store. I'm like, I can't afford that. She's like, you can't afford not to, darling. Just you need to surround yourself with wealth. You did open my I eyes. I like, if you want to have a nice life, you have to go to nice places. No, that's true. I don't. I am not in agreement with you, okay? Yeah. So I show up. We go to I'm the I'm like, sun- stop going to Starbucks right at Sunset Tower, and you're paying like $2 more to it's have tea. It's $2 more to be around luxury. And you're just chilling, and it's a nice setting. You don't Are have to be. Are we being too loud, Aaron? Sound okay? So, so you know, so Chelsea's there in a dress, having shrimp, taking small bites, and she's like, Stephen, just act like you own the place, I never said that. Well, that's the, that's the energy that I was picking up on. You know, so then you, there was a couple times where she's like, what are you doing? I'd be like, oh, I'm over here. And she's like, I don't want to go over there. Come over here. And she, she you know, because I believe in the vision board surrounding I'm yourself with success. I'm luxurious is the point. She's very luxurious. She's taught me that. She didn't let, I had, okay, outside. Okay, get to the point. No, what did you no, walk into no, at my house? No. One more. Outside, uh, one more. She wouldn't let me bring popcorn in. A- after this improv show, there's a leftover du- <laughs> hefty bag full of popcorn. I couldn't just let it go. And this guy goes, this improv team goes, hey, man, there's some popcorn we're about to, I'm like, no. I went over he to brought ch- a He brought like a shopping bag of just popcorn that everyone's improv fingers have been in. <laughs> yeah, and she goes, I don't want that. And I was like, don't bring that into my apartment. She I was wouldn't, like, that's gross. She wouldn't let that come. So this is, I thought I'd do I, I was like, leave the popcorn outside my front door. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so she, so this is the Chelsea that I know who's teaching me about luxury and baby, act as if you own it, you know? And so I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, so finally I found out that there's another woman over there. Um, her her ex-boyfriend leaves, and so it's okay. It's a safe place for me to go. I'm going to go over there and just, you know, see how my buddy's doing, you know? And so I roll over, and in my head, I'm like, there's got to be just mountains of cocaine, like Brazilian buff dudes over there, you know, Avion water, like lighting up hair, like just some great Gatsby fucking that's really on water is great Gatsby I don't know you thought my relapse was gonna be beautiful and yeah I thought it was gonna have some money behind it and and what I saw I walk in and there's a fucking 18 pack of Coors Light and I have a picture can we post it on the website on the I was fucking floored you guys I was a sober companion I've rescued I helped bring people back to life on the street I helped rescue someone out of a crack house I understand addiction a lot of my friends have killed themselves Chelsea had a suicide uh, kind of thing I understand suicide I don't understand what I walked into I no one's understanding this a Budweiser pillow Okay, she had a fucking Budweiser pillow laying on the floor, an empty case, cans, crushed cans of, of, of Coors Light. Someone was smoking next to us six months ago, and she goes, Ew, I can't believe people still smoke a fucking half-used pack of cigarettes on her floor. Marlboro 27. Marlboro 27 in a fucking Budweiser trucker hat. And I walk in trucker and I- Trucker hat, like netting in the back. And I walk in and I look at that, and I just took a picture of it, and I was shocked. And, and, I, and I go, Chelsea, are you okay? She's like, yeah. I'm in, the be- I'm in the bedroom. I'm okay. And I'm like, no. And I and I told her sponsor. And she goes, let me know how she is. And I go, I go, Danielle. I I've got to tell you, like, this is what I found. And she's like, oh my god. Like, I are know. you sure? Like, I don't understand. So so I walk in. and Chelsea's in bed, crying under my glasses. Cry- yeah, Chelsea's in bed drinking a warm Coors Light while while simultaneously throwing up into a bowl. Don't forget that. I didn't even notice that. I was throwing up into a bowl. While simultaneously drinking a warm Coors Light with like smeared eye makeup all over my face. Yeah, and we walk in, and so like yeah, so what like happened? my eyes were like so swollen. 
And I was just like, Chelsea. And you're like, hey, let's make a video. Let's make, yeah, you're like, let's make it. And I want, you know, the sick thing, I wanted to because it would have been everyone great. Did. Uh, yeah. I, everyone wanted to make a video. Like, like no one, everyone was just a little more saner than me to say we're, no. we're, we're just like Chelsea because, you know, and you're like, that's the belt where I tried to, can we yeah, talk about everything? Yeah, go ahead. There, there was a belt tied around a doorknob. Or was no, it, it was around? on the floor. And, and like, I, said, I tried to hang myself. I tried belt. to let's hang. Make, let's make a video. And I'm looking over and I'm seeing Coors Light, a Budweiser hat, a belt that she's trying to kill herself with. She wants to make a video. And it was so confusing, Chelsea. Yeah, um, it's funny. I hadn't drank since uh, September 2012. And um, when I, I drove to the liquor store immediately like this person like completely like fucked me over in a really rude way i don't want to get into the details because no, i'll get we, upset no don't don't but basically when he like called me and told me that he cheated on me like i like lost like i don't like like a, a switch just went off in my brain where i was like liquor store now like nothing else like do not call anyone do not do anything like i hung up on him grabbed my cars and like i hadn't even like drank in like four years yeah since i've known you since you've been in los angeles and like i thought nothing could have ever had made me drink honestly like i you know and it was like there was no other choice like that was, and it's so crazy how that's like you know, it's weird because I've like had thoughts like that. Like I want to drink, but it was like no other option. Uh, so when I went to the liquor store um, right across the street from where I lived, um, it was like hard to make a decision on what to get. Oh, weird. Yeah. Because I was like, what would I even drink? But it didn't matter. Like I just wanted to get now, the alcohol in me. Now. So I was like, what? Um, so I got a bottle of Smirnoff raspberry. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> that understandable. Uh, th- with three cans of ginger ale. Understandable. Um, and then I got two c- tall cans of Coors Light. Because, now we're a little weird. And th- and I got that because I used to have a cocaine problem. I was a- okay. I was addicted to coke. Uh, <laughs> and um, everyone drank. I mean, not everyone. Um, Coors Light is like the easiest thing I would to always drink. drink. I would always drink Coors Light when I was coming down. When you're coke. coming down, because it it there's no taste and it just goes down really quickly. And I just wanted something to go down. So I got Coors Light because it I, I haven't gotten fucked up in four years. I don't even remember what people drink. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wasn't going to get, like, a nice drink. And it's so funny. My sponsor's like, you, but you relapsed on Coors Light. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like the vodka was the first sip. Like, are, we're, we're not over that. It's so funny. It's so gross. And it's, it's so, so trashy. It's so non there's something about me and my addiction where I love to be trash. I like like the I like the things like when I fantasize about like having a drink, like I'm not like, uh, I wish I was like on a yacht in San Tropez, like drinking champagne, like with girls, like having fun or like a glass of like rosé, like outside at like a restaurant. You know what I mean? I'm like, I want to like drink like a bottle of vodka and walk around the Sunset Strip in like really short shorts and a crop top and like a lot of eyeliner and see who I meet. Like, yeah, I, I totally understand. Like, I, like, I want to feel like a teen runaway, like, trash. What, like, that's time, who I want to be One time I had when a, I drink. I had I don't six know. months sober, and mm-hmm. I got a bag of Coke, and I did one key. Like, mm-hmm. it was right around where our studio is mm-hmm. right here, like, two blocks away. I did a bump, and this is before, like, iPhones. Mm-hmm. And I, and I would have put my face in it. I, I No, I immediately went to a porn theater, and I was like, what's the worst porn that you have? And the right. guy was all, whoa, dude. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's really And I funny. went and just started jacking what off. What was and, it? Um, I just said, do you have anything where the girl's miserable? And the guy was like, "Whoa, dude!" And and I just, Z. yeah, and I just and I just and I just got brought my coke and I just started jacking off these fucked up videos. I like, actually like 
porn where girls looked miserable too. It, it's I don't know what like that I saw is. this I feel, one uh, of a girl who bad. looked like she was like really high on drugs and she was just staring into space. And, Why like, I, I and like she was like so checked us? out and what it looked that? like she just like like I don't like she just showed checked up for out. the day and they were like let's just film. Like you know, that's, like that's like she was I'm not there, here. and I was like, "This is dope." Yeah, because it's safe. Because it's so no, it's, it's not safe. safe. It's like disgusting. No, but it's safe because that person like no one's not watching a porn you. with like excite. Like no one's like no one wants to see someone who shows up who's like, "Hey, I'm ready for the shoot." You know what? Can it's I, like, you, what are you ready for? You, you know what's so funny is that I've been watching porn lately again, and, mm. and I don't want to, but I've been watching porn lately again, and I'm just this is admission. I don't even think this is mm-hmm. funny, but like. Whenever I walk, whenever I watch a porn and the girl, the girl looks like she's like, "Hey, what's up?" Like I'm here to do, and I'm like, "Next." Uh, yeah, totally. So that's a thing. That's not just me. No, that's what I watch too. Um, yeah, fuck. Yeah, so, okay, I so, was. So, uh, so, so so yeah. So then I I only got so I got so the Coors Light and I crack open the cans while I'm dr- I was drinking and driving Chelsea. back to my place because I just need now, I wanted to get the Coors now. Light immediately. So I drank it in my car while driving up the hill to my place. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I got back to my place, like five minutes later, he was like there. Okay. And then I I can't really remember. I just started drinking vodka and like, and like, crying. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I it's it's all like that whole time is a really a blur. Uh, should we fast forward to what really happens? Yeah. Should I? Yeah, but yeah, of course. Just don't, well, anyway. Just don't so Stephen. Yeah, I yeah. know. So Steve, there is no names. So Stephen. Um. And like Steven shows up and uh, a bunch of my friends are showing up and they're like, you need to go somewhere because I felt like really suicidal. I also want to mention that I was on Lexapro for four days and stopped taking it like the night that I found out this happened. And I think that also caused me to have like some weird psychotic thing because I don't really do well with antidepressants. And mm-hmm. I feel like it like made me feel suicidal to like stop taking it suddenly or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyways, um, I, like, felt, like, crazy. Like, I didn't know how to, like... And I was, like, I just want to keep getting fucked up or I want to die. Like, I don't want to live in reality right now. Because I was, like, really upset. You're helping a lot of people with this, I think, because... Thanks. Also, I want to mention, like, what just really bothered me is I was, like, why would you do this to the person? And he said, I wanted to destroy our relationship. And I can't get that out of my head. I understand. I'm, like, I just think that's, like, so disturbing. But don't you understand that? Like, I'm so scared. No, it's, like, crazy. It's, like, why would you want to, like, hurt someone so bad? I, I... I don't know i just can't whatever it's not it's not about you it's just it's I wanna, like so you know. crazy to me um but, but i don't want to be it's like okay. okay i mean this is this is like this was like this has been a month now okay but i'm like still like upset over yeah it's it. understandable it's um, I, i'm upset from something two and a half years ago you can't judge what you are where you yeah. are yeah so anyways so i ended up going um so uh people just kept showing up at my place that morning like steven left and then like my friend ali came over and then uh, my friend Jake and his sister came over. Uh, and then, like, all these people were just, like, there. And they're, like, we're taking you to this rehab for a few days. And then I, like, got coke. And it was so stupid because I How spe- did you get it so fast? Because I knew, anybody. I knew. Uh, Which comics were doing it. I knew it. what comics sold it. And, and uh, how many comics? And I had to pay $200 for, like, doing, a like, a few bumps, essentially. Because so they're like, many, they were like, comics? you have two hours until we're leaving. I got, you know so I was calls? just doing lines and drinking. What? Do you know how many calls I got? You just hit up everybody. Oh, you did? Pe- well, yeah. People were like, dude, your girl Chelsea there. Like, and I was like, nah. I don't, I didn't. That was when I relapsed after rehab. Oh, that too. No, okay. Oh, okay. Or, or then. Before, you were calling everybody I called every single person I knew for Coke, and no one would give it to me. They were like, LOL, you're sober, and that was it. 
It was so <laughs> hard to find. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyways, I uh, they drove me to this rehab. I got there like literally doing. I put. I brought was it some. Fun at all or no? No, I brought some in tin foil, some of the coke, and outside the gate, I just poured it all into my hand and just put my face in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got there and I was coming down oh. so hard. Well, at oh. first I was really high. I was really high smoking. Oh, and I forgot that I did this. This is really hilarious. You're smoking cigarettes. It's so I was shit. smoking. I smoked like 10 cigarettes outside so high, uh, capturing all of the other people in the rehab, making them sit down with me so I can talk high on coke. Oh. I was so high. And then I started doing this crazy thing where I was walking around so high and I was taking a paper towel and wetting it and dripping you know how you can drip, yeah, 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 drip yeah. it back in your nose. Yes. But I, f- and I was doing that in front of everyone there, and I was like, just trying to, just trying to keep the coke like coming down. Oh, and I was like, being crazy. Chelsea. And then eventually they gave me like medication, and then I was like, I'm high, I'm high. I was like, I'm coming down, I'm coming down. And they're like, it's okay, it's okay. And I was like, this sucks. And like swallowing a lot, and they were like, ugh. Oh. <laughs> it's like so gross. Um, so I stayed there for three days, but I, I got in a lot of trouble while I was there. Um, what happened? So there was this guy who was there who uh, is an attractive actor. Mm-hmm. and um, Would we know? I, we're never going to say his name, but would we know him or no? Uh, yeah. Okay. And uh, Don't say it ever. Yeah, ever. I we don't. don't do, and don't, uh, his anonymous. whole family is like in the industry and all that. Got it. Um, and uh, I didn't even like, I wasn't even like thinking about like anything to do with him. Um, and, oh, and, and I'll fucking admit what I did too. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I wasn't even like thinking about him. I was just like in my own head, like feeling like shit. And then we were like in a group and he like mentioned some comment, like Chelsea, why don't you move down to house three? And I like, looked up and I was like, what? And then I like looked at him and I was like, oh, he's, oh, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then like essentially like. I kept getting in trouble because people were, like, trying to keep us apart because they could tell that there was, like, an energy between us and Mm. that there was, like, a whole sexual thing. Like, I was, like, laying by the pool next to him in, like, a bra. They were, like, Chelsea, put your shirt on. Like, I just was, like, disrespecting the rehab, which was rude because they let me go there for free. I got in trouble at uh, at my rehab, which was the best Mm -hmm. thing that ever happened to me, getting a hand job in a church. I sucked his dick. Yeah. It literally it took happens. three seconds. It was three seconds. Like, we were all, like, going down to get our medication, and it was, like, outside of, like, the house, on, like, the side of the house. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, crazy. And I just, like, did that. And then I was, like, why did I even do that? Like, I was, like, what was the point of that? It, was just, lit- it's, it's it literally it's took just... three seconds. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then I uh, the last night that I was there, I was like freaking out because I wanted to leave and get drunk. And then he gave me a Valium mm. and he was like hoarding Valium and they found out that I took it. Uh, and then I got kicked out the next day. Um, so my friend, she picks me up from the rehab. We drive straight to the liquor store. I get a bottle of champagne. Uh, that's the Chelsea that I know. Well, I was like, what do I get? I don't even know what to drink. And she's like, get champagne, something fun. I was like, you're right. Um, drank the bottle of sh- the entire bottle of champagne. Sent like crazy slutty like photos of me like drinking champagne to, to like everybody, right? To like so many people. I know. I know. Well, no, <laughs> Facetimed I, I... like paid regulars. Like, <laughs> hi. No, like, the, they're the, like, what are you doing? At the week after you came back, which is like uh-huh. last week, you're like, you took it like a, a champ, like a man. You know, you're like, you're like, you know, I I, I sent a lot of pictures to a lot of people on these lineups, and uh, I'm just gonna have to deal with that, Stephen. <laughs> like, you took it pretty. Did I? You, I don't very remember. Yeah, I like... Uh, I like, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. like drunk texted. Uh, 
like one paid regular, like so much, like not like oh a few. I'm sorry, not a few. None of it made sense. They were like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, horny like, dudes were like, they were "Are like, you okay?" Horny dudes who have been texting me like the entire time since yeah, I worked like, there. We're like, "Are you said, okay?" Said I'm not gonna come out and meet you the way that you are, but yeah. if you need a friend, let me know. Yeah, because they're not. Like they, they're no not. one wanted to deal with that. That's how bad. You I was are. texting everyone saying, "Are you going to the nylon party?" So anyway. <laughs> I ended up, so after I drank the bottle of champagne, this guy came and picked me up. The only person who would party with me, he owns a nightclub and he's like out and about in like the scene, uh, the Hollywood scene kind of thing. Uh, and we went to the Pikey and it was like maybe like nine o'clock at night. And I was like the drunkest person in LA. Ooh. Like it was like nine o'clock at night. I was like so wasted and he had a bullet and we just started doing bumps in the alleyway. And then he like, and we were supposed to go to this nylon party. And he was like, we're not going. Like, you're disgusting. Uh, my old roommate came and met up with us. Uh, we all went back to his place, did coke all night. Um, I did coke from 10 p.m. that night to 5 p.m. the next day. And um, when the coke ran out uh, at, like, 5 a.m., um, me and my friend, I never worked harder in my life to find that second bag like finding that second bag like i was like pacing up and down the hallway like a stockbroker like we need numbers like that's how i was out of control so disgusting i must have called 50 people Mm -hmm. everyone was like not giving you a number what are you talking about these are people that have been sober for years i was like hey do you need a number at like 437 they're like you're disgusting Um, yeah yeah we eventually got the coke uh and did it and then um we did it until my friend wouldn't listen to my screenplay ideas anymore why what did she say like stop (laughs) coke joke um funny uh yeah and then i was coming down it was like five o'clock and i started to feel horrible like mentally horrible and then i was like i'm going to just die so i took an uber home and i was like i'm going to kill myself because i uber driver no in my head i decided it i decided it when i was laying in the bed in her bed trying to come down i was like i'm just gonna go home and kill myself so i uh I took like 28 Xanaxes. Oh, girl. And um, did you really take them? You swallowed them? Yeah. You were really trying. Yeah, but it's like I, I thought that would have maybe killed me. Yeah, of course. Because mixing would've... Coke and Xanax, yes. but like a lot of it. 28. I felt not... like I did so much of everything and I'm surprised I didn't die. Yeah, you did 28 um, Xanax? Yeah, and then I like met. And like? then I like emailed someone and was like, like a suicide note and they called 911 yes yes and i guess like maybe in reality i wasn't trying to die because i wouldn't have emailed anyone technically that's a cry for help and i was like maybe they'll call but like i don't know it's like i wanted to die but then i like was like maybe i should email someone about this and then what you uh, know uh the ambulance just came over and then uh i was like laying in bed and i took like all the xanaxes and i was waiting for it to kick in and then uh like 15 minutes later the cops knocked on my door and i had to like get up oh you did (laughs) you did it was like kind of hilarious how did you like it was like humiliating in a way yeah but it was funny because the xanax hadn't kicked in yet how long so it was, like, embarrassing. So you, someone got an email, was able to get an email, call 911, and it still hadn't kicked in yet? Yeah, and they still hadn't kicked in, and I was like, well, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I was like, <laughs> that's so funny. It's hilarious. No, but it's just like, but you know what's even crazier? Is I, so this much, is awkward. I was like, well, this is awkward. I wish you could get to so that many, girl on stage. So many, you, uh, you, uh, she'll like come. 
so many of uh there were so many details of this whole time that i like didn't tell everyone tell most us. people don't know this the cop who walked into my fucking place first had a gun really i didn't tell anyone this there's so much that happened he thought i was trying to kill people oh my god the person god. thought that i wrote this letter to lure them to come over to kill them i think oh because i can't figure out why a cop had a gun at why he was pointing like i just took like 30 xanaxes or whatever or like maybe it was 30 i don't know i took i took all of the pills in the bottle jesus and um and he walked in pointing a gun at me and i was like what are you doing oh my god and he was like who else is here and i was like no one and they're like oh sorry and then and then like everyone comes in but like one person came in first, yeah, yeah, like, like pointing a team. gun at me, oh my god, like in a SWAT outfit, and I was like, "No, I'm just waiting for these Xanax to kick in, just so try, I could die, just trying to kill myself, not what you think, <laughs> just me." Why am I um, laughing? Because it's laughing? funny. Yeah, it's it's not funny, but I'm making it funny. Yeah, but it's kind of funny. Like part of it is funny, like the fact that they came over before they kicked in, and it's like, whoops. That's so it's like crazy. dramatic, you know yeah. what I mean? Um Budweiser and then, pillow. And they took me uh and they took me in a stretcher uh to Cedars and I don't remember anything after that, so I think that they all kicked in when I got there. Um but my Did friend Did they say you would have died? Did the doctor say No, you I don't know. They just hooked me up to machines and I and I And you were there. Instagramming from that. I didn't. Allie did. Oh, well, you were sending me pictures. Yeah, be, but I was like, I can't even remember how I was behaving when I was there. You guys, uh, let me tell friend, the listeners, while she was dying. That was the next day. She was sending can, pictures can from ICU. Can Film Festival was going on, so I photoshopped myself into Can in the hospital bed. Which, it, it was it was hilarious and sad. But I, I deleted like, it, because my mom was like, take that away. It was the or gnarliest. Or she was like, what's going on? I didn't tell her Chelsea, any of this. it was the gnarliest thing, one of the gnarliest things ever. It was Chelsea dying it was in the hilarious. hospital bed. Photoshopped it, into cans, like, and and my only response was, they let you keep. Jerron your phone? was like, "Oh, you went to France?" I was like, "Damn, she got around quick." I don't. I'm sorry that I impersonated your voice like that. Um, <laughs> he probably doesn't listen. I know. Uh, and um, yeah, and Ali said I was like completely out of it, like so fucked up. Like I was probably like, Ugh. I was like Anna Nicole Smith. Um, oh my god. And then the next, so this is uh, the crazy thing. So when you try to kill yourself, they don't just release you. They take you to a psych ward. Oh. So, um, and I didn't like know that was gonna happen. Like I thought maybe I would just go to the hospital and they'd It'd be like, Chelsea, get it together, and I'd be like, okay, yeah. you know, like I'll go to AA today. Um, so they move me to like this other room, and then they're like, um, and I'm like, can I leave? This is boring. Do you guys have a phone charger? I'm hungry. Chelsea. And then they like brought me like this plate of food. I'm like, this food's disgusting. And I'm like, I can't eat this. And then they brought me like Stouffer's mac and cheese. And I'm like, I'm ready to go home, guys. And they're like, no, you're not going home. Um, Ooh, that's my biggest fear. Oh. Yeah, they're like, no, you're like, not. They're, they're like, you have to go to a um you have to go to a psych ward. Did they you say to, it like that? It's it's, le it's by law. You're being 5150'd. This is what happens when people try to kill themselves. <sighs> and I was like, uh I was like, that's that's not what I was trying to do. I was like, I was just coming down from Coke. Took too many Xanaxes. They were like, no. Because I guess when I got there. Did you there, get any charges? Any, when, any, no. Any, oh. oh, I haven't gotten them yet. <laughs> Fuck. I'm so scared. No, no, not medical. I don't have health not, insurance. Not Bill. Ooh. Oh. No, like, like uh, did you get any drug charges? No. no? I didn't get arrested. Okay. Um, and uh, I guess, like, when I was fucked up, I told them, like, I was trying to kill myself or Yeah, something. yeah. Well, you were. So, yeah. So then um, I go, okay, where am I going? And then they go, La Ombra. How do you pronounce that? Las Encinas? No, not there. 
Alhambra or some shit. Alhambra. So they or what is that city called? Oh, Alhambra. Alhambra. East LA. That's so where my buddy go, I went. So they go. You're going to Alhambra uh, Mental Hospital, and I was like, okay. I Google it. It had the worst. No, it's it's the county. It's the county. It you is. Went to the, that's. It was like in East LA, like Alhambra. It was the worst. Chelsea, I went there. I you went did. There, I went there to pick up to pick up. I'm not gonna say mm-hmm. his name, but our mutual friend. Uh, they who makes you, music? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He went there because he you can get a free relapse. Oh. He was like, hey, he walked in because he couldn't get off. Asia. Did he have to go in the worst place? Yeah, dude. I went in to ch- check in on him, and I and I go, I would because terrifying. As, you're, as you're walking in, it's like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. It Doors is. are locking behind you, and I told my buddy who I went, I went in with uh-huh. another friend. I said, I'm gonna have an anxiety attack in here. He goes, this ain't the place to freak out. No. And then I started to freak out. It and like, was it's horrifying. Terrifying. And I'm like, dude, my best friend was in there. And I'm like, and, and this lady was like, yeah, I don't care. Like, there, it was just, no, it was yeah. psycho. So it's the county. Okay. It's county. You went so to a county psych ward. It that's was the, that's the where you worst go, place. That's where you go to get a lobotomy. If this was in the 40s, they'd be like, oh, just take out the front lobe of her brain. and just Right. Gonna, no, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Chelsea, um, I can't believe you went there. So I was like, I'm not going there. Drugs I looked it up and I was like, yeah, I know. Look how quickly death. Look how quickly when you relapse, you end up in a psych Jails, ward. institution, death. You know? Wow. Yeah. And and also, I think that says a lot for um, addiction. Um, a that's lot of people how fast say, did it happen? How fast were you in the psych ward um, after in your a first week. drink? After, oh. In a week. After how many years sober? after four years and like that's a big thing about relapsing is that relapsing and addiction it always gets progressively worse so you were right further it than took me you... one week to get the further like the furthest wow. i've ever the darkest i've ever gone in my oh life oh my god um, but yeah so uh i You're... was like i'm not fucking going there this place is like i'm not going here the yelp reviews are awful you said that i did i said i'm not going there <laughs> and i was like no i absolutely not and i like became a different person yeah like literally like 12 hours before this i was like uh, bleh, like yeah. on xanax and now i was like no <laughs> <laughs> like one star? like i woke up yeah. you know yeah. I, you know i was like this place has one star I was like, no, I'm not going there. I was like, can't even find it on TripAdvisor. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Chelsea that needs to be on stage. Thanks. Um, and, uh, and it was so weird. So then this group of five guys surrounded me in the hospital. And two of them were like, um, like hospital cops. But one of them, and I can't figure out who this person is. I guess he's like a wrangler. He, w- he was like a buff dude mm. with an earpiece on. But, like, no uniform. And I'm like, who are you? You said that to him? I was like, what's your job? Are you, like, the transporter? And he, like, laughed and didn't say anything. Who was that guy? (laughs) Who was that? Aaron? Aaron, Aaron, who was that guy? I'm like, who did he work for? Who do you think he worked for? I don't know. It was so weird. He was like like a spy or something. You think maybe it was, like, a beautiful mind? Like, he wasn't there? No, he was there. Chelsea? Stop. And, um... And then I tried to unplug my thing and casually escape. You tried to escape? I, I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And then I was like walking towards the bathroom and then like tried to walk towards the hall, but they just started following me. I was like, fuck. So uh. then they were like, hey, you know what? Um, they were like, you know what? We have to bring you to the hospital by law. Um, but you can get out that night. So what you have to do is that when at you- At the psych ward? Yeah, that's what they told me they at the hospital. They call it the hospital? Or whatever the yeah. fucking psych word. I just want. I'm the just P-W. curious. I'm just curious how they word that. I don't remember what they said. Honestly, okay, everything enough. is such a blur. Um, they were like, "Yeah, you can get out that night, uh, or at worst, the next morning." Mm. They fucking lied to me. Oh. They lied to me. 
to get me there, to get me to go there. So they strapped me down to a gurney in another ambulance to take me to the psych ward. No, because I thought... Do you wish you had a picture of that? I think that they... So these two people take me, like uh, a guy and a girl in the back of the ambulance take me to the psych ward. I think that's like their job to take like fucking crazy bitches in LA to psych wards. And I must have seemed so out of my mind because I was like watch to them i still thought i was gonna get it out there this night i was strapped down in a gurney going to them watch this shit you were saying that to them? yeah what were you showing i was like them? i was like i'm fucking out of here i was like i'm gonna pretend i'm like just watch they're like what are you talking about i was like i got this <laughs> oh i got i wish i had video in my of head, that i was like i was like i was like the most confident person but in reality you're imagine strapped how to a, crazy i look that's like sarah connor in terminator 2 dude wow they were, i was like i was like no big deal i'm out of here they were like she's crazy you're in a little cocoon. And they were being nice to me, and they were like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, we, we know um, who you are. And then things got really real when they were wheeling me on um, on the bed, and I was, like, passing, and I like, and I was like, oh, this is what I expected. Like, they, like, <laughs> did, like, a code, and it was, like, oh. no windows and, like, a Ooh. crazy thing. And then they, like, wheel me into, like, a lobby and I'm like still strapped down and there's like psycho people. Oh yeah. Like all around me. And I'm like, this isn't <laughs> this isn't what I thought. And then I was like, yeah, um, I'm I didn't try to like do anything. They're like, you're not leaving. They're like, you have to be here for three days. Ooh. And then Chelsea. I was like, what? I didn't know this all and, happened. And um they like took my clothes, like you can't have drawstrings. I'm in like this fucking hospital thing. And uh, I'm like, what is this? And then I'm like, give me pills. Like, I want to get fucked up. Yeah. They gave me, like, all this Xanax. They and, did? Um, did it make it better? Or whatever. I don't remember. I just went to sleep. Uh, and I woke up. And I was like, where am I? Oh. I had nothing. And I was just, like, in this. So the craziest thing um, was all the fucking people. Um, so I was in a room with two other girls. One of them moaned the entire night, like, uh uh, like crazy like noises like that the other one and i'm not kidding when i say this watched me the entire night she did not sleep she sat up she had frizzy hair like giant frizzy hair yeah and she just watched me the entire night like (laughs) watched me me the entire take off your sunglasses no i i can't um because she just watched me. What's underneath her sunglasses? Nothing. She just... What do you think is what? under them? No, you're like, I can't. Gun? I don't know. What do you... Uh, it's annoying the, with the, the headphones. Truth? Okay. Um, she was just staring at me the entire night. So that one girl was moaning. The other girl was staring at me. And I'm just holding myself. And I'm like, why am I here? And I'm like, what happened this week? <laughs> and I'm like, what? what? And I'm like, it was just awful. Um... And then when I woke up in the morning, she was still staring at me. And then, like, a couple hours later, I was like, did you know that you stared at me the entire night? And she was like, I was sleeping. No. Yeah. And I was like, no, you weren't, bitch. And everyone there was so crazy. Um, I literally just stayed in my room all day long and slept. And I just kept taking medication and sleeping. So I was like, I'm going to sleep through these three days. I couldn't eat any of the food. Um, I didn't eat for four days. I lost six pounds. And I'm already very skinny. Yeah, you were really skinny. Like, I normally weigh 110. I was like 104. Ooh. Which was gross. And and I was so weak from not eating that I, like, couldn't do anything. And, like... uh, it was just like, and all the people were so crazy there. Um, 
Like, there was this girl who was, like, who walked up and down the hallway the entire day with sunglasses on, reading out of a book. And I was like, I wonder what chapter she's on. Realized <laughs> she was never reading the book. Oh, just staring into the book, man. like, reading. Like, one guy was just sitting on the floor, just, like, shouting, like, having a conversation with, like, nothing, like, for, like, 15 hours. <sighs> like, everyone was so crazy. Um and then they were like, okay, uh, tomorrow you meet with the doctor, and he, like, determines um, when you get to leave. So then I, like, told that crazy roommate who watched me when I sleep. I was like, oh, I'm meeting with a guy. Uh, I'm going to tell him. And she goes, she goes, well, good luck. I've been here for two weeks. They don't let you leave. Oh, and that, You're like, talking about my fears The now. fear, like, to be stuck in that place Forever. was, like, awful. I didn't talk to anyone there. I didn't want to talk to any of these people. They were crazy. Like, I walked into the TV room for, like, a second and like, um, I think they're watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And this girl walked over to the TV and she's like, that's true love. That's <laughs> true love. And I was like, oh, my God, they think these people are real. Like, oh. like it was um, it was just like so unbearable. Um, that's so, so weird. Keeping Up with the Kardashians in the So my dad board. called me uh, while I was there. And he said, and I told him that I'm going to talk to this guy on the phone. And he goes, all right, you need to fucking act like everything is okay. And I started hysterically crying on the phone and go, stop fucking crying. He's like, you can't let these people know that you're emotional. You have to act normal. Like, like you're, if you want to get out of here, like you need to like yeah. act like everything is cool. And I was like, <laughs> like freaking out. And he was like, dude, and like, it was so scary. I felt like I was like in jail oh and they're like, you need to pull it together. And I was like, okay, okay. Oh. And it was, it was like really dramatic. It felt like a crazy movie. And um, and then I like knew I was going to meet the guy. And then I went back to my room and I laid Who's down. Who's the guy? Like the, the, like admit, the doctor guy. Like you're assigned a doctor. Wow. Who like you have to like fool into thinking you're fine. Even though I do think I'm fine. But, but whatever. Like you've really got to prove it, you know. And I laid in the bed for like six hours. Like it was like noon. And say the meeting was like six o'clock. Like I literally just laid in bed staring at the clock. Like that's like it's like jail. Yeah. You know? And I was like, I am an actress. I was like, I am like going in for like a role. Like I like have to convince this person that everything is okay. Even though everything was okay, like it still was crazy. Yeah. And I was like, I have to like convince this guy I, I like didn't try to kill myself and like everything is a mistake and like I I'm not gonna stay here. Like I wanted to leave immediately. And um, I like, it was like, me like method act like i was like preparing myself like crazy and then i like went into um the room with a guy and all of a sudden i was like hey <laughs> like completely like the second i walked into the door wow. i like forced and i was like really depressed you know about everything and i just like pretended i was like this is like my only like time in the day i need to be this person and um I was like, hey, and he was like, hi. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is like such a weird mistake that I'm here. And he was like, um, it says here you like tried to kill yourself and took like 30 pills. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, that's, that's weird. I was like, that's like a mistake. I was like, you know, I actually did Coke for like 28 hours. And then I took like three Xanaxes to just to come down. But I think that they switched around the numbers and like thought. You said that? Yeah, I wow. did. And then I was like, you know, to be honest, like everything is like really good in my life right now. Like I don't even like, you know, like know why I'm here necessarily. I was like, I actually have like a lot of work this week. I have like a lot of shows I have to do. And he's like, oh, what do you do? And I was like, yeah, I, I do stand up. And he was like, oh, I love comedy. Oh. And then I was, and then I leaned over and did like my like whole sexual thing, and I was like, "Oh, you do?" And he was, but like not like forward, but like I put it on, and he was like, "Yeah," and I was like, 
yeah, I really like love it, you know, and I just like really want to go back to my life, you know, I have like a lot of stuff going on. And he was like, I just love that you do comedy. And this is like everybody, a mental every, hospital. Everybody, Steve Simone was on the show and he just said, the toughest, craziest dudes, mm-hmm. like especially the other guys, like they're closed off. They're like, what's your deal? Like, oh, I'm a comedian. They're like, you are? Yeah. I love, like, like and, uh, comedians, the one job. Like, it's Yeah. It's and uh, I guess like he just happened to love comedy and was like, cool, you'll get out tomorrow morning. Oh. And then, so everyone normally has to stay there for three nights. I got to leave after two nights. Um, awesome. Or I left, I didn't have, yeah. You got, you, you were given uh, a choice. And my mom uh, flew from New York to pick me up. And it was like so crazy because I was I was like, I'm getting out. I'm getting out. And they're like, she's getting out. She's getting out. And everyone was like, everyone was like, she's getting out. I didn't even know these people, but they were all like lining up. And, and, and they did a musical like, she's yeah, getting out. yeah, it was like how family singing. guy does the AIDS thing. Yeah. Um, and not really. Uh, I've never seen it. I just lied to you. Uh, and they're, uh, they're like, you have AIDS. Um, I haven't seen that episode. Whatever. And um. Yeah, so I just so like mom I I all day I was like I'm getting out I'm getting out. She flew from yeah she flew to pick me up and then they're like okay she's here she's here and it was like and I was like oh my god and it was like this like crazy feeling because I literally felt like I was like stuck in a jail and I was really afraid that I wasn't gonna ever get out and I was like are you sure she's coming are you sure she's coming like the place makes you crazy oh yeah I and I was like imagine. is she really coming and they're like did she call did anyone call for me and they're like no and I was like oh, oh. my god and then I'm like where are you and she's like I might stop at the market <laughs> she she's said like, that yeah she called me she goes i just landed i might stop at the market and get groceries i go no pick me up now please i was like we could go to the market together i was like i just need to get out of here please (laughs) and then like she um she came and picked me up and uh when and then you get to walk through these doors um that like open like automatic doors into a hallway and i saw her there and i like ran over to her and just started hysterically crying Oh. And it was like really emotional because I just felt like I wasn't going to get out of there for some reason because they trap people there. People oh, for, have for... been there for months and they don't let them leave. Ooh. I can't believe that they let me leave. Oh. You know, just because like they keep anyone there. Yeah, they're like, yeah, you're not getting out. Like they wouldn't, you know, it was just by chance. And like, this is so weird. Like even just going out outside, I was like, everything looked weird. Like good or bad? I felt like fucked up from being there. Everything was really traumatic. And it was just like a really traumatic two weeks. And I kind of like was like, what if I don't come back from this? Mm -hmm. Like I felt so fucked up. And I was also like on a lot of whatever they give you, like sedatives or medicine. It took me at least five days to come out of that. Because the next- fast were you working at the comedy store after? i know and this is crazy and then i worked at the comedy store like three days after three days after a psych ward you're like hey and i i was like yeah and like my Chelsea. ex's friend came up to me and she was like oh i didn't expect to see you here so soon and i wanted to be like shut up bitch you suck at comedy but i was like okay Ooh, girl i thought that was really rude um but i guess it makes sense but also i'm like who are you yeah but i but i thought that too though i was like chelsea well like, i didn't know what to do with my schedule i already had taken off two yeah, weeks yeah, yeah. and i just had felt like Can't i had to show them to go back like... to work but that first night that i went back to work there my brain did not work i was like someone counted the money for me in the beginning like i felt like like out of it mentally and i was like i think i need to like go away somewhere like i can't like handle like the world and everything felt so weird and like i felt like i was traumatized from being in a psych ward because it was like because everyone was so crazy and i literally didn't talk to anyone for days and it was just like bad like i like couldn't eat for like two weeks and i was like really like weak and like crazy but now i feel fine and everything is like it took like three weeks for me to get back to normal essentially 
Since you've been out. Oh, um, well, I don't know. I guess 22 days. Yeah, so you got it. So, you so got it took out. me a week after being out of there to like be able to like eat and feel okay. And now I'm just like living. And I just feel like all of that is crazy. And I'm like, should I not have told this on a pod? Like, no, of it, course no. you can't because that's our job. Well, Canadians. I don't care. I mean, like, to be honest, like, what girl in LA hasn't gone to a psych ward? If no? You, if anyone? You, if you go to the comedy store. Anyone, say, Aaron? If, no one else? If you go to the Aaron, comedy store, Aaron is saying no one else. No, if, no, but if you if you go to the comedy store and you looked at that lineup and said, "Who's been in mental institutions, rehab, jail?" I would say the overwhelming. How about we just career. say who's tried to kill themselves? Who's yeah. who does comedy? A lot. I think that's a lot easier. I mean, like, and I just want to put the blame on that. Uh, like, oops. <laughs> You know? I, you know, I don't know. I'm a dark Chelsea, person, but can I say? And I'm can, dramatic, and I want to die, and sometimes I'll just try to. No, my bad. Can I? No, but come on. But when I, I'm really dark. When I saw you, I didn't think of alcoholism. Like that's why I wasn't even like tripping. I knew you'd be sober again. Like mm-hmm. when I saw you in bed, like drinking. Like to me, you weren't like someone who's like, oh, I just need alcohol. Or, I was like, she's just really hurt right now, and she just needs it. Yeah. Like it didn't seem like that because I was like, I was like, I knew you were gonna mm-hmm. be sober again. You had, you had it. You're, you're sober. You, you like being yeah, sober. Yeah. So you, you just, know. It was just too much. Like I got my feeling, I got my heart broken mm-hmm. about like five years ago, mm-hmm. and I hadn't smoked cigarettes for four years, and mm-hmm. I had like what three years sober, and I just instantly went to a liquor store and I was like, pack of cigarettes, please. Yeah. You know, I just started smoke chain smoking. So I understand that like, it's not because I'm a smoker. I just wanted out. I I I like, the, like the worst thing is that I keep looking back on all this. Yeah. What time is it? Yeah, three fifty six. That's perfect time. All right, we cool. Have four minutes wrap up. I keep looking back on all this, and I'm like so embarrassed. Uh, I, I don't think I'm you should so be. embarrassed and I'm like I can't believe like I handled everything this way like I could have just been like oh that sucks but you know what, <laughs> and then, you know like, what's acted, so... I don't know like what is inside I, I don't know I Chelsea, feel you know, you so know I can't even help that but I feel like it's like okay so I'm like an I'm an I'm a recovering alcoholic and I'm an addict and literally like the whole thing of why like people get fucked up is like to not feel Yes. Like, I have a very, like, severe problem with feeling my feelings and, like, sitting in reality. Mm-hmm, and it's too. almost like, yeah, I guess that stuff happened. You yeah. know, like, I just, like, can't handle reality sometimes. Yeah. I don't know what to do. You know, it's it's really hard to be sober uh, when you're a fucked up person. It's, it's hard to be. Yeah, it, it's hard to be sober, but. And to not be able to have anything to, like, check out with. Sex, coffee. I mean, there's still there's still options, uh, yeah. you know. But now mm-hmm. I'm looking at that, you know. But so yeah. like, there's always something. So you know, I'm embarrassed. Please don't judge me for that. I mean, I wish I was like so much cooler to have been like. This is the coolest you've ever, in my opinion. This is the. Coolest I'm an honest you've ever, person though, you, so I don't like care about sharing things. Like, no, this is what we wanted. This everybody wants to know what happened to Chelsea. How is she doing? What's going on? Well, this we're is gonna... what happened this month. Yeah, I mean, before is... that, I was just doing shows and working at the store. <laughs> um, I'll be at the Ice House on Wednesday, guys. Please pl- plug your stuff right now. Uh, well. Tonight I'll be at Potluck. Wednesday I'll be at the Ice House. Um, Great. And then I don't really know in between that. Just the 28th I'll be hosting the Irvine Improv. Uh, Huge deal. 29th I'll be hosting uh, the Pretty Funny Women show in the main room at the Comedy Store. Very cool. And that's good. And that's just what I have uh, going on so far this month. For sure. Awesome. Oh, and I have something else on Sunday the 12th uh, at some sports bar. It doesn't matter. No, that's that's perfect. And then how do they find I you couldn't on Twitter? Even do Chelsea, this is important because we got to go. XOXO Twitter. Chelsea Sky. Spell it out. C H E L S E X O X O C H E L S E I S K Y E. And then tweet at Chelsea. Tell her you love her. Tell tell her what you tell think. her. Uh, 
Elsa will kill herself. But guys, keep it positive. Can't we all like have one suicide attempt? Yes, I think we can. But are we, we all allowed a suicide attempt? Yes, we are. We we've got to wrap up. It was it was so awesome <laughs> having sorry. you on. If if uh if you guys see her at the comedy store, say what's up to Chelsea. Give her a lot of love. Uh, can they add you on Facebook or are you more Twitter and Instagram? Twitter and Instagram. What's your Instagram? XOXO Chelsea Sky. Been posting a lot of crazy stuff. Keeping it real dark. She's keeping it real. This is this is the real you. I, this I is love me. I, I love that you came on here and, and spilled your guts. I I'm love sorry you. I did this. Can I have I one mean, more hug? Yeah. I love you. I love I'm, you too. I'm, I'm glad you're okay. But just be crazy, you know? Let me just do that like late 20s crazy thing. That's okay. I did it. I hope this was like the last one. This is the last one, right? Yeah, I think you're fine. And then like and then going forward I'll be like really normal. I wasn't I wasn't worried. <laughs> when you were when I went to your house, I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, she's just doing her thing. If she doesn't get get a DUI crashing, I, I knew you'd be okay. I only got okay. fucked up three times and came right back. No, to I knew AA. I knew I knew you'd be okay. You're yeah. you're fine. You you got it. You work out all the time. Some people like, handle things in a different way. Yeah. Haven't learned the right way. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Thanks. That was Chelsea being featured on our podcast. Um I'm Steve text Randolph. four five seven nine if you want me to come back as a host. Ooh, okay. There's okay. no text. Okay, we're we're open to suggestions from our audience. They they dictate a lot of the show, so we're we're here for you guys. We're not like profiting off this. We we're playing to an audience. You guys are just as much as a part of the show. You know that as we are. So like, you guys' uh, opinions matter. Um, I will add anybody on Facebook. Uh, my my Facebook is. Ew, Steven. What is this chest hair? What is this chest? It's chest hair. I'm a thirty. That's a lot. Old. I'm thirty five. I'm not okay. gonna shave it. Okay. I'm a dad. Without kids, you know, like I don't. I'm done with that. Like I'm just. I'm. I'm starting to get a little fat. I. I don't care. But um, life is good. Stephen Randolph. I was Randolph, deflecting. I understand. <laughs> I'm doing the work, girl. I get it. Uh, Stephen Randolph. S T E V E N R A N D O L P H. Twitter and Instagram is Stephen Randolph two. S T E V E N R A N D O L P H two. I'll add anybody. Follow me. Tweet at me. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Uh. uh Hopefully, I'll I'll meet up. Me and Tebow meet up with Sam in Vegas. Let's see if we can make that happen. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for the support. Um, and we love you guys. And it's really nice to have you back, Chelsea. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Bye.